but let's get right into it. It's our annual Black NFL Head Coach Scenario Show. We've been doing this for the last four or five years. You know what time it is, folks. December, January, pink slip time for head coaches and black head coaches. Now you can gamble online and get deeper in debt from copping chips off the Knicks and let them ride on the net. They won't pay us to play us. They either love or they hate us. Like Mark Davis for moving the Oakland Raiders to Vegas. Rolling on so strong, holding on for so long. Why would we ever stop floating when that boat been gone? All that dirt gets swept by the same broom. Cause inside the boardroom is as corrupt as a courtroom. So the opportune time to shine is right now. The opportune time to rhyme. So come on. Giants have been around since 1925. Had 21 head coaches and not one black head coach. Now remember, these are the New York Giants. There's black people in New York. Then you have the New Orleans Saints. 16 head coaches, not one black head coach. Yo, listen to what Keyshawn had to say. In the end... Moving the goalposts every single time Eric Bieniemy's name pops up for a head coaching vacancy, and then when he goes to interview, it's something different. Or every single time I'm watching these games on networks, whether it's CBS or NBC or Fox, they're calling these games. The first thing they refer to is, well, what a great play by uh, a great design and play call by Andy Reid. It's not being called by Andy Reid. Stop sending that out there with that false narrative. But again, because it's what? Andy Reid and, of course, it's Patrick Mahomes. So really what they're saying is Patrick Mahomes is so great, I can be offensive coordinator. You got Kelsey, the tight end. You got Hill, the wide receiver. Come on now. They're talking about your boy, Dan Quinn, the former uh, head coach of the Falcons who lost that Super Bowl when they were down up 25-3 against the Patriots. Now, all of a sudden, he's the super guy again. See how it works with a white coach? You get fired. You run around. You go through Alabama with Nick Saban, get a hookup. You become an assistant. All of a sudden, bang, you're hot commodity. Yeah, he's actually again. staying with Dallas as the defensive coordinator for next year, which is he smart. He blew a 22-point yeah. lead in the Super Bowl. <laughs> but it don't matter. Why? Because he's white. Let's keep it 100 out here. And next, offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, another Hot commodity. Kellen Moore, I think his name is. They lost. What are you talking about? But that's how it works. All right, Dave, but which black head coaches are you specifically, like, talking about? Referring Brian to Flores, who was fired from my, the Miami Dolphins. Okay, yeah. You have Brian Leftwich, mm-hmm. offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers around. Eric Bieniemy, offensive coordinator for Kansas City Chiefs. And Todd Bowles, defensive coordinator, former head coach of the New York Jets, Tampa Bay. Okay, yeah. Look, mm-hmm. I just gave you four names. Mm-hmm. There's eight jobs. One black head coach. You know some. What's the reality, folks? Are they going to hire all these four guys? I'm going to say hell nah. no. Definitely not all four of them. Not Over here. and under right now is two. Okay. Let's take that, Beaks. Over and under for hiring black head coaches is two. Two? Okay. That's the over and under. <laughs> All right. All right, take it or leave it. Yeah, but two is still a very small number. You know, especially when you have so many African-American players in the league. So, again, the know? bottom line is you see the same problem. every. Even though you have Eminem, 50 Cent, Ken, uh, not 50, Kendrick, Dr. Dre. So we can dance and sing during halftime. Jay-Z can bring in all the black entertainment, but these black folks can't be head coaches. 
it's the same thing all over again. The reason why they don't win, you don't have the talent. You're coming in to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Man, they're terrible. You're coming in to teams, the Giants have stunk it up. All these white coaches since Coughlin have stunk it up, and they still go white coaches. Garbage. Texans, garbage. The Dolphins were turning it around, but they fired Flores for some reason. So that means what? He doesn't get along. He's not a team player. So it's not about his X's and O's. It's about personality, which, again, they ding black coaches again. Yeah, my friend Jay Reyes was even saying, you know, if it's about Flores' personality, then what about Parcells? What about Belichick? You know, nobody's complaining about them, you know. Willie Randolph with the Mets? Yeah. It wasn't a good interviewer. What does that mean? Yeah. It means he's not articulate. He doesn't speak well. What are you talking about? Can you put together a lineup? Yes. Do you understand the rules of baseball? Yes. What there is to say? How do you motivate? Yes. What are you talking about? So you got the Rooney rule, all this other nonsense, but the bottom line is teams do what they want to do because guess what? They own the team. So let's see what happens. I'm over under is two. That's it. Eight jobs over or under. So either going to hire three or less than two. If, you, if they hire two, you lost. So that means they got to hire three. There's eight jobs. I don't see it. But they're worried now because, again, you got eight jobs. Here we go. Put up or shut up. What's the NFL going to do? So you got the owners thinking, man, I don't want to be told what to do. You got pressure from fans, pressure, I guess, from the uh, Blackhead Coach Association, pressure from journalists. Let's see what happens to that pressure. Well, if we're keeping track, Dave, which we are, then the Giants have hired uh, Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator Brian Dable as their new head coach, and the Las Vegas Raiders are hiring Josh McDaniel as their new head coach, you know, the former New England offensive coordinator. So right there, it goes from eight to six. So that's two jobs right there. You know what? You know what I'm thinking? Why NFL players don't say anything? Because the They don't want to get capped. Yeah. That's right, cap. New word. K A P P E D. Cap. Remember him, Colin Kaepernick? He took a knee to protest police brutality. I don't need to go through it all over again. And since 2016, has not seen another NFL play since then. We knew he could still play. There's a lot of bum backup quarterbacks, but he took a stand. But that's the route. They don't want to get capped. Who wants to be that player that suggests we need to boycott? Don't show up for work because we're so committed to getting black coaches. Because individuals are either coming or leaving. It's like I'm attending funerals with the body still breathing. Meaning, yo, so often they keep dusting them off like Hoffman. Yo, so often, yo, there's often a shortage on coffins. The earthquakes and it don't even shake. You got State Farm commercials with the homes of Jake. Yo, so don't ever hesitate, although it's never too late. Yo, instead of retributed, you can get executed. Without consequence for compliments for the shooter. It's like brand new analytics from an old computer. Now, I know some of y'all out there want to make the slave analogy. I know Kaepernick made it in his Netflix documentary. But let's be honest, folks. Slaves had no choices. You didn't wake up one day, I think I want to go to work. You had to go to work to pick the cotton fields or pick rice or do whatever. You do not have to play NFL football. The reality is it's called what? Racial capital exploitation of labor. 
and you can't use the slavery thing because what 40% of the league is white the reality is that football is a racial capitalist enterprise that makes billions of dollars so the reality is it's, it's caught in terms of power who owns the means of production the 32 guys that own football teams you see that's the ownership of production nothing to do with slavery the labor can say yes or no to playing football but the power which if you look at Karl Marx they would say what are the players if they all decide not to show up no money comes in they tried to the strike players in 87 it was a disaster look at history but folks don't want to be capped who wants to start that trouble who wants to sacrifice millions and millions of dollars in other words I'm taking the CTE hit because my family's gonna be set up for generations I don't want to get capped so while again they hired another coach another white coach with down to six I'm telling you two my numbers two over unders two nobody wants to get capped so you don't need to use the slavery analogy I'll, I'm telling you right now, if Harris Tubman walked down the street and you were NFL playing a billion in a nice house with the Bentley and you say slavery, she'll punch you in your face. <laughs> That's not slavery. It's labor exploit, racial capital, labor exploitation. We have a disproportionate black labor force and no black people own the team. But nevertheless, even if a black person owned the team, they would be participating in the same exploitation because that's how capitalism works slavery's over folks 1865 december 13th 1865 it does not exist you don't need to say it to get people riled up the nfl is slaves let's know it's real simple don't play get a regular job or organize in the tradition of black civil rights movement say you know what we're not going to play this year. We're not going to OTAs. We're not going here. We're not going there until we get these black coaches up in here. Do you want to do a quota number, a percentage? I don't know whatever it is, but by but we, we're sick of the same old song. Shout out to uh, Digital Underground. Same old song. R.I.P. Humpty Hump. Shock G. See what I'm saying? So come on now. Let's be serious about this. So again, don't need to go to slavery. What you need to say is you don't want to get capped, period. You don't want to get capped. But at the same time, folks, it's sacrifice. You want to lose your career, millions of dollars off the table. You don't show up, you don't get paid, period. So again, what is power? Who owns the teams? NFL's a $10 billion industry off the labor, disproportionate labor, African-American athletes, but again, you can't use the slave thing. There's white guys in there. They're being exploited. For every Aaron Rodgers, some fourth-round pick white guy playing offensive line who's one injury away from being back in the mom's basement. So if you're smart about it, white players too will participate. It'll be in their own interest to ensure that there are black coaches in the NFL, Latino coaches. And stop buying this myth that they can't do the job. They're not smart enough. They're not X's and O's guys. They're just good with the players. Almost like big daycare keepers or some nonsense. So that's what it's all about, folks. They don't want to get capped. Yeah, but Dave, what about baseball? Like, the, when it comes to the labor force, it's different, right? If we look at baseball, one of the strongest uh, players union in the, in 
professional sports. Why? It's majority white. The sports supported by majority white guys. The average age of a baseball fan is 60 and older. So somehow in baseball, they recognize the class demands of athletes. They should get paid. But in basketball and football, they don't see the same thing. That's why baseball is so strong. Marvin Miller, rest in peace. Free agency, of course, started by Kurt Flood. We always overlook. Yeah. Then we look at NBA. The NBA is because why? 80% of the league is black. It's a multi-global billion-dollar industry. So Adam Silver does the math. There's too much money out here to be locked into old racist tropes. And it's a different fan base, black fan base. LGBTQ, progressive, young people who buy Nike, Pumas, the technology, the websites, all of that. Look at the halftime show. Well, not the halftime show. I'm sorry. Look at NBA, what they sell. They sell billions of Nikes in China. So Adam Silver can appear progressive, but that's because of capitalism. LeBron James other understand the financial power but it hasn't translated to football because why? Because yeah, the fan base, the fan demographic is different. Older, yeah. white, conservative, male, yes. different fan base, Yeah, you see, uh-huh. who are traditional, anti-labor unions, pro-owners, pro-capital. That's why it can be so conservative. NBA can be progressive because why? Different fan base. Different means of money. The fan base NBA is not the same as NFL. NBA fans are on Twitter, TikTok. NFL fans are still buying a local newspaper, which, most of them. Which makes a big difference on how you market your product, the tools you use alone. And the right? NFL, uh, Goodell understands that. If yes. that fan base changes, then it'll change. If the fan base says, listen, we want some more black coaches. We ain't come to the game. Then they'll change. Exactly. That's all the NBA does. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The NBA realized it must have a certain amount of black coaches, GMs, and other coaches. Or else what? Folks will protest. Or they have, allowed, they have a more space to speak because they make global dollars. NFL might be the number one in terms of money in this country, but globally... NBA blows NFL out of war. Nobody's playing football in China. Nobody cares about Aaron Rodgers in Beijing. It's all about LeBron. No one cares about Aaron Rodgers, you know, in Egypt. They hooping. Or in Eastern Europe, they hooping. They looking at your boy, Doncic. Latvians, they're not caring about Tom Brady and TB12. They hooping. So the NBA understands its market. So again, folks, all this comes down to money. Put slavery to bed. It's dead. It has nothing to do with anything. These grown men have choices. And slavery didn't have a choice. You do not have to play the NFL. You can quit tomorrow. That's the point I'm making. Deshaun Watson can quit tomorrow. Saquon Barkley, get up, dear Giants, I quit. Slavery couldn't do that. Dear uh, Master So-and-so, I'm done for the day. See you next <laughs> I'm not coming back. No, you couldn't That's that. a significant difference. <laughs> yeah, the reality is this pow- is about power relations and capitalism. The 32 guys who own the team versus the labor force, who has the power? 
the powers in the labor. That's what Rice understood. Without the labor, there's no NFL. I'm not watching Bob Kraft versus the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars do anything. I'm not watching that. Two old dudes strap up, play football. I'm not watching the third string quarterback from from what what's the matter you in a in a scab in a game of backup players. I don't use scab. That's a disrespectful word. So let's be honest, folks. So let's see these NFL players step up. It's that simple, but yet complicated. Yeah, but like you're saying, you don't have to refer to it as slavery just to get people riled up. And all it's rooted that. in racial capitalism exploitation. That's it. The NFL, it's a labor force. They work for their money. They're higher paid working class people. But guess what? If they go on strike, look what happens in baseball. All that they go on strike all the time. Right now, they're they're again on lockout, renegotiating. Strike three, you're out. Make that a CBA thing if you can. We want a certain percentage of black coaches because this is ridiculous. Yeah, but the players have to realize that they have the power, or they do realize, and they don't care. So, so therefore, let's see who will be the first star NFL player to step out and say something. And don't be worried about getting capped, and I'm out. Okay, that's the show, folks. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and subscribe to the show on iTunes. Because we're going to bring you another podcast for your punk ass as soon as it's humanly possible. Because without you, the dark brown shades of my skin, there would only be us. Only add color to my. Oh, oh, that splash against my hollow bones That rocks my soul oh, 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 oh. Looking back over my false dreams that I once knew Wondering why my dreams never came true Is it because I'm black? Uh-huh. Somebody tell me, what can I do? Oh, Lord. Oh, something is holding me back. Uh-huh. Is it because I'm black? Yeah. In this well of no pity, I was raised in the ghettos of the city, yeah, oh Lord, uh, uh. mama she worked so hard to earn every penny, Something is holding me back. Uh-huh. Is it because I'm black? <laughs>